Welcome to Profound Frivolity. We're your hosts, Dustin, Oren, and Gray. And in this podcast, we're going to be telling stories that you didn't know you wanted to hear. So grab a drink. And some good and plenty. Because this is Profound Frivolity. Welcome back to another episode of Profound Frivolity. Um... Today, just like last week, um, Gray's not here <laughs> because Yay. of uh, sickness. Yeah, you know, the same one as last time. Um, so yeah, they were supposed to get out of quarantine, her and her family. Um, and then the day they were supposed to, or the night before, some more of them got it. So <laughs> yeah, they're still, they're, they're still um, quarantined. But hopefully they should be back next episode. Uh, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully. Um, And next episode, we kind of have a giant announcement. A little bit. A little bit of a giant one. Uh, So, yeah, make sure to stay tuned for that one. We also might have a guest next week. We're still not sure, but there is going to be a giant announcement. Um, So make sure you catch it. But this week, it's just me and Oren, um, and we're going to be doing another episode on, like, things we did as kids, because we were really weird. Yeah. Like, really, really We've weird. We've done this before, but, like, I feel like there's always more, at least for me. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, like, we, we grew up in, like, different states, so we didn't know each other when we were kids. Um, like, young children. So. Yeah. Yeah, yeah none yeah. of these stories, like, correlate to each other. Anyways. Uh, I'm going first, right? Yes. Okay. So. Uh, there was this thing that I would do, and I had this, I don't know what you would call it, it was almost like a mini-god complex for, like, a month or two, when I was, like, nine. I thought I could brainwash people. So, what I would do... Is whenever I was, like, at youth group or at church or... I might have been going to public school at the time, so maybe that, too. If I was nine, then no. Anyway, I'd walk around, and I'd, I remember the first thing I did. I walked up to one of my friends, and I grab him by the shoulders, and I look him dead in the eyes, because I think that's what you're supposed to do. And I'm like, you will give me your Nintendo DS. <laughs> and then I walk away, and I just thought, okay, I've planted the seed. Now I'm going to come back in 30 minutes and do it again. And then by the end of the night, he'll want to give me the DS. I was convinced that that's how it would work. Yep, that's brainwashing. Yep, so I kept doing that the whole evening. We were just at some event together. It was like some church dinner. I don't I don't know. But I kept coming back to him. I don't know why he let me do it. He just stood there and looked at me while I went up to him and grabbed his shoulders. You will give me your Nintendo DS. And I'd walk away. Doing that over and over and over again. And then, at the end of the night, I literally walk up to him, and I'm like, so, anything you want to give me? He's like, no. He's like, yeah, there is. You're lying. And he's like, no, I'm not going to give you my DS. And then that led to a 20-minute argument about... Uh, how I can't actually brainwash people. Um, I would say he won the argument if I didn't keep doing it to other people. Yeah. 
I kept walking. I tried to do it to my sister all the time. And <laughs> it was, I was doing it on everybody. That sounds like something I would probably do. Like, yeah. Like this now is, day and age. This is a sidetrack. But also, I remember with my sister, I had this thing. I called it Sisitsu. Where it was like, Japanese? I, I took it from Spinjitsu because I oh. love Ninjago. But it was specifically for fighting my sister um, because she would do this thing where she'd jump onto the couch and, like, go into a little ball and then try to kick me as I was coming close. And I had all these moves to, like, deflect that. And I remember teaching my friends how to use sisitsu on their sisters. And it only worked on sisters. That, that sounds, like, borderline abusive. Well, it... I had, like, a moral... How to beat up your sister. Why <laughs> no, I, I had, like, a weird twisted moral code. When they go like, up in the ball and start kicking you. never you. attack first. This is only for releasing the worst of revenge upon <laughs> your siblings. Also, they can't be brothers. It doesn't work. <laughs> the magic doesn't work. I don't know. But I had this whole thing. Like, I thought I had everything so worked out socially. Like, I thought I could convince anyone to do anything. I thought I could... Uh, beat up anybody. I never yeah. had to beat up anybody. No, they would destroy you. I'm sorry. Gee, thanks. But probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's a thing I would do. That's weird. Um, so the thing I did as a kid wasn't as weird as that. Um, but and I feel like it was like a normal kid thing to do. But I took it to an extreme level. Okay, so when you were a kid, you probably had stuffed animals, right? Unless you're old, in which case you had, like, like what? Porcelain dolls. Corn husks? Is that what old people play with? Old people, comment below. Yeah, you what, do you, what did you guys husks? play with when you were children? Corn <laughs> husks or glass dolls? Um, anyway, um, in now day and age, children play with um, stuffed toys. Um, it's like taxidermy, but with fake animals. <laughs> uh, it's really cool. So I had like a bajillion stuffed animals. My favorite was Wolfie. Guess what animal he was? A wolf? No, he was a duck. No, or just kidding. <laughs> he was a wolf. He was a wolf. Um, and I had, my favorite animal was a wolf, so I collected wolf stuffed animals. I had Wolfie. I had Blazing Star. Uh-huh. I had Shredded Star. Uh-huh. I had Coyote. Uh-huh. Get it? Because it's like wolf E in coyote, so it's okay. Yeah, it's the same yeah. thing. Uh-huh. Um, I was really dumb. Uh, I had... One of them was just called Black Belt. He was just called Black Belt. Was he, he a ninja? Yeah, he was a ninja. Nice. I had one called Fang. I had one called Scar. I had a bunch of them. They're all upstairs in my attic in a giant trash bag. <laughs> because that's where I need to keep them now. Um, but... I would do this thing. I would create families. So Wolfie and Scarlet, we had children, a bunch of children. They had Sarah was a cat. They had um, Jewel, who was like a poodle. They had Scar. They had all these, these like stuffed animals, right? It was like a whole family tree. An entire family. Um, again, I don't know really how biology works, but I do not think a wolf and a cat can give birth to a monkey but like you know or or a toucan but i also had this one bird named flightless because he couldn't fly because i took one look at him and we're like those wings will not lift up that body boy it's like kind of flightless 
Um, and he had this little brother named Flightful. Flightful. Flightful, because he could fly. Yeah. And he, and he taught him how to fly. So Flightless could fly. Yeah, and then we changed his name. To Flightful. What? They were both Flightful? Yeah. Okay. I, like I said, I was dumb. Um, <laughs> but I would create, like, real scenarios. So everyone had a job. Uh, my younger brother's giraffe was a librarian. Right. And we would, like, literally, like, make houses of books and call it the library. And we would throw them in there. They would all, you know, it would be, it's like a high school, uh-huh. okay? We would treat it like a high school. It would be, like, high school drama, like, one guy goes and beats up another guy because he was, like, showing off in front of, like... A woman Oh, somewhere. like, Jewel the Poodle, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and uh, Gray actually did this too because she had a bunch of stuffed animals so when we moved to like similar locations we would play with like all 50 of our stuffed animals um we would play with them like dying like like actually dying and then we would have like funerals for them okay like for these dead stuffed animals and everyone we would put them in like wrap them in black blankets and stuff (laughs) so like really morbid um messed up stuff and, and you know like it's also just fun stuff like uh I mean, I played zombie Barbies with my aunt. That's weird. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, we. she had a bunch of, like, mos- Monster High Barbies. Oh, and yeah. those are the zombies. And, dude, playing Barbies was so fun. It's just tiny people in a massive house. Mm-hmm. She had a super big mansion. We could create all this drama. And when both of us got bored, we'd throw zombies into it. And they'd start killing people. And nice. We had a particular fascination with chase making the Barbies get chased off the roof. <laughs> what? Yeah, like they'd get so scared and they'd run and then they'd trip and then they'd fall and they'd be like, and their dying words would be, at least I'm not becoming a zombie. That's weird. And they'd die. I had an odd fascination with my stuffed animals becoming like spies. Mm. So I would put them up around the house and then get like a walkie talkie and be like, hey, what do you guys see? What's down there? And like spy on like my siblings and my parents mm-hmm. and like anyone who was at my house. Um, and of course, like, uh, they're not real. Because heaven forbid you actually interact with them. Oh, yeah. No, no. <laughs> um, and, like, so, what I would do, because I actually wanted to gather, like, real information about what they were doing, mm-hmm. I would go down and, like, stand next to the stuffed animals mm-hmm. to, like, see what all of them would be seeing. Yeah. And then I'd run back upstairs, and, you know, they would tell me what they were seeing, slash I had just seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would make zip lines for them from balconies. Oh, I would... Uh, pretend to like airdrop. Me? Oh, oh my goodness! I would do that. And you take a trash bag and put the two trash bag handles in their like, like in the in the armpit of the like a bag. Yeah, like for a parachute. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I would it, do and they would just fall. But <laughs> you were like, oh, whatever. They survive. Or I tie them to a string and like lower them yes, down. Exactly. That's what I would do. And then once you get them down, you're like, what do I do? <laughs> so you pull them back up and, you know, go like... You do it again. Lower them down a different balcony. Um, yeah, so I had a weird fascination with them being spies. Um, so that was really weird. And, like, I think I did that probably until I was, like, 12. So, like, I don't know, I'm not judging anyone, but I feel like that's kind of a older age to be doing that maybe <laughs> maybe you know it depends on your imagination and i had a very large imagination very large very large <laughs> very large it took up most of my head actually so yeah that that's my story and all of them are up in tra- trash bags up my uh, attic so 
Captain. Waiting to parachute again. Waiting to parachute. That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. Imagine if they had feelings. They're just like, our only friend has abandoned us. We can't parachute. <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to jump off the balcony again. So we're going to have a break, and then we'll be back with more weird stories about what we did as children. Welcome back from the break, um, and we're going to hear another story from Orin. Huzzah. So, this is less like a... It was a regular thing I would do, but I remember one of my friends had a really, really like good walkie-talkie, but we wouldn't talk to each other on the walkie-talkies. What we would do is we'd bring them to the park, and we'd all turn them on to different channels... And we'd wait for someone else to come up on the walkie-talkies. Because someone almost always would. Like, we even picked up, like, a police dispatch this one time. Or it sounded like it, anyway. And we were so scared every time someone on the other end would talk for some reason. And we'd talk back and be like, huh, who is this? And it was, like, partially a game. Like, I think subconsciously we were all pretending we were, like, hiding from somebody or something. I don't know what it was, but it was weirdly scary, and we loved doing it. Yeah. And we'd just, we'd go to the park, and we'd just spend, like, a couple of hours just sitting there on the swings with our walkie-talkies turned on, not talking to each other, just sitting there waiting for something to happen. And almost every time, we'd get somebody, which was weird. Like, how many people talk on walkie-talkies that frequently? Yeah. Because most of the time it was just some other kid talking to some other kid on yeah. the walkie-talkie. Like, you're stupid. You're a nerd. <laughs> Switch channel. <sighs> Ruining friendships. Yeah. Uh, but we would do that, um, and then when that got bored, uh, we would terrorize our friends who were afraid of cicadas by picking up cicada shells and throwing them at them. Oh, yeah. Uh, very fun. Very I fun. actually did that with walkie-talkies. Um... One time, we were on a lake, and I connected to one that sounded like an emergency, like, like, people were screaming. Oh. So, like, I got really scared, and I just went, hello? And then I heard it, and I was like, I'm gonna go. Like, literally, I said that, and hung up, and then went and told my uncle, and he was like, it's probably fine. It's probably fine. It's probably fine. They're, they're good. Doesn't concern you. Yeah. Actually, that weekend, there was, like, major winds, and somebody's boat flipped. In Dayan. Uh, I'm sure it wasn't them. I'm sure I couldn't have done anything to, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> Disrupt their boats, communication, right. navigation. But I, I did that too to two guys who were talking, and I was like, Task Force inbound, release <laughs> missiles, nuclear codes activated. <laughs> and my dad heard me, and he was like, Dustin, what are you doing? Stop that. And I was like, uh. Code red! Pull out, pull out, pull out! <laughs> and they were just like, uh, what? Is this a kid? And all my brothers were like, gathered around, and were like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing so funny. <laughs> and we actually kind of got in trouble. Um, oh. Yeah. Because what did they do to you? I don't know. Okay, so I've got one last story um, before we go. Yeah. It's going to be kind of a shorter episode, obviously, because, you know, we're missing someone. We're not very fun without... All three of us. Yeah. We've discovered that very we, quickly. We need her back. 
<gasps> We're lonely. But, um, speaking of being lonely, I was a lonely child. Not many friends. So, in my pastime, I would bury things. <laughs> like my friends. Uh, no, like boxes with things in them. Like, I was obsessed with making miniature time capsules. Um, in the hope. And then digging them up. And then digging them up. Two days. Like, no, like, actually two days. Yeah. And I would make, like, a hyper-realistic map, a.k.a. just, like, black crayons instead (laughs) of, like, rainbow crayons, you know, because it needed to be, like, sophisticated and adultish. Um, so... Maybe rub the paper in some dirt to crinkle it up and make it... Oh, yeah, burn the corners off. So I would, like, draw our house and, like, the neighbor's house and the street and our treehouse all just to, like, put, like, step five feet from this tree. Facing north, which probably wasn't north, but just <laughs> this way, then dig down two centimeters, you know, it's yeah. just like, uh, yeah, walk five steps from that tree and dig. Um, so I would do that and then I would bury the map with another map leading to where that map was. Wait, but you buried both of them. No. So I would bury an item, uh-huh. make a map leading me to it, then bury that map uh-huh. and then having a map leading me to where that map was buried. Okay. And then I would hide that map in the house for, like, a couple days. Uh-huh. Go find it. Go dig up that map. And then go dig up that other thing. Gotcha. Um, and then be like, oh, my goodness, my toys! <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> when I say I was Dang. lonely, I, I buried my stuffed animal one time. Um, <laughs> can't remember which one. I also had a stuffed animal named Oh Crap. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> Not kidding. It was this like weird marble colored uh, rhinoceros. And one time <laughs> I threw him because I was trying to figure out what his name was going to be. So I threw him at my brother. And this is when we weren't allowed to say crap. And he went, oh crap. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Nathan, you just said that. And he was like, uh, I was saying that would be a good name for your uh, rhino. And I was like, that's so funny. <laughs> so that's what we called him. But just not in front of my family. Why do you like, call him in front of your family? Uh, right now, probably. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But, so the thing is, I never actually found the maps that I had buried. And you I would just, just go straight to the I would treasure. just go straight to the thing. I would, like, try to find the map and then be like, this is boring and I already remember where I buried <laughs> the other thing. So I would go dig that up. Um, I actually buried this weird perfume, like this, like, crystal... Not not real crystal, but like this glass crystal perfume bottle that was like actually kind of cool. Yeah. In this like really cool like pirate chest, and I didn't find it for over a year. Oh. Until one day I just decided, you know what? I'm gonna go find that. So I went out to the backyard. This was like maybe a year ago, and I dug it up and I found it after like not being able to find it for an entire year. Nice. It was really weird, and I unboxed... I did an unboxing video. <laughs> um, okay, so this is some really nice dirt. I always love it when it comes this way. Oh, yeah. And, like, I had duct taped the box shut, so, like, there was, like, dirt in it and stuff, um, and actually, the box was crushed. Like, oh, I don't... yeah, people like, stepped on the dirt yeah. of it. So, that was, like, the only thing that was in it, too. I also buried money. Hoping so, like here's I would bury things that I thought would one day become valuable. So yeah, money has monetary value, and I didn't have a grasp of like inflation and like money becoming not valuable. But I thought it would go with the reverse. Like we would all move to like some weird currency, aka Bitcoin, um, <laughs> and money would become like oh rare, you know, and like become like a collector's item. So I buried five dollars in my backyard. 
and just thought like, one day when money is rare, I'm going to go dig that up. Instead of just keeping it where I know where it is. Might be worth at least $5 or something. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Or maybe four by the time I open it. (laughs) (laughs) Sadness. Um, So I would bury those. I buried a Bakugan card. Bakugan? Bakugan. Continue. Yeah. A a, a Bakugan card, hoping one day it would become valuable. Because I thought like, okay, the world is watching to see how much stuff that it has. Mm-hmm. So the less of this item we have, the more rare it is. So if I bury it. So if I bury it, the world thinks I'm getting rid of it. And uh-huh. everyone is getting rid of this stuff. Like, you know, this stuff has always been getting rid of. So when I just think that, oh yeah, the world is probably, like, there's no more of this stuff in the world. Then I'll go dig it up and, haha, tricks on the world. I actually <laughs> had one the entire time. <laughs> you know, instead of just like keeping it, you know, where I know it is, where it's safe and stuff. Um, so yeah, that's a really weird thing I did. Um, did you ever find the money? No, I never had the money. I actually looked for it for a while. And then my brother started doing it and we all started burying stuff. We actually, me and my older brother created a time capsule like, like five years ago. I see it in your room every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Every day? What? Not every, (laughs) no, every time I come over. (laughs) (laughs) That was creepy. Um, yeah, and it has a bunch of cool stuff in it. I don't remember. The only thing I remember is a Smurf. <laughs> yeah, like a toy Smurf that I got from the Ducky Box when I was like five at um, a school called Gateway Elementary. If you were good, you would get to choose out of the Ducky Box, which wasn't a box. It was a bag with a bunch of Ducky-themed toys in it because my teacher was and obsessed with ducks. And, and a Smurf. <laughs> and I got that Smurf and I put it in time capsule. Really and you're going to open it in 2033, correct? Yep. And we even... So, we we have big brains. Yeah. We even tagged them. So, like, we knew that, yeah, we're going to forget what's in here. Uh-huh. And then we're going to forget where we got it or whose it was. Because, like, you know, in, in an eight-year-old mind, you're, like, already fighting over toys. So, you picture yourself as a 35-year-old fighting over these toys that have been buried for, like, 20 years. Yeah. So, we were like, we got to label them to make sure we don't fight when we're 35. <laughs> Over these garbage toys and stuff. So we, like, we, like, taped little, like, sticky notes to them Uh with, like, this is Dustin's, and I got it here and here and here at this time and stuff. Um, So I'm actually kind of excited to, like, open that when I'm however old I am. I want to be there for it. Yeah. Um, Most of it's garbage. We actually went through it, like, two years ago because we remember, like, putting a bunch of, like, actual trash in it, like... A bunch of like Lego comic books because we thought like oh our kids will want these (laughs) (laughs) you know Uh, and then we we wrote like letters to ourselves Mm -hmm. but my older brother wrote like five like all 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 to himself like containing the same stuff Um, so we like took a bunch of those out and we actually did this really cool thing I know that I said it was gonna be short and we're going a little bit over that shortness but uh, we did this thing where we played I forget what it was called. It was called, like, True or Not. So we, like, put up a camera. Me and him sat on a bed, and we were, like, betting money that we hadn't even earned yet. So, like, we're spending 30... I was spending 35-year-old me's money, or however old I would be. So I was like, Nathan, I bet by the time we open this, flying cars will exist. Like, flying cars. He's like, no way. I'll bet you 100 bucks. By the time we open this, if flying cars do not exist, I'll give you $100. And, like, 
we put all this stuff on a chip and we haven't put it in there yet. I don't know why. Um, probably cause I'm going to lose a lot of money. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we did that stuff and there was something about Trump. I don't forgot about <laughs> Trump. Um, but yeah, it was a bunch of weird stuff. Um, don't remember what it was, but like, I really hope I win because I owe him like a thousand dollars because I bet really high. Um, but yeah, I think that's gonna, that concludes our episode yeah. of just us. We miss you, Greg. We miss you, Greg. Please We're come back. <laughs> come back to us. We are hopeless. All right. See you guys in the next episode.